What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rated Excellent. My name's Exy, and welcome to my little corner of the internet, where I talk about video games, movies, TV, film, whatever the fuck I feel like, really. And today, well, we're going to talk about a couple of movies, no spoilers, and might dabble on a little bit of the, uh, the GTA 6 rumors that are milling about. So, without any further ado... Let's just jump right into the first topic, which is the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I touched a little bit on this last episode, uh, talking about where, um, blah, 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 when the movie was first, like the movie route rights were first announced, we did a news quick video of it, uh, on Triforce of Chaos. And that was like way early on in the channel. That was probably like... I don't know, like maybe August of 2015. So, I mean, we're talking like eight years and we finally got the movie. And I'm not going to lie. It's a little cheesy in some places, but all in all, it was a very enjoyable movie. Like, I don't super follow Five Nights at Freddy's. I, I played the first game. I played FNAF World and I've watched pretty much like every video that game theory has done about FNAF but as far as like being like a die hard fan that's not really me but I think the movie did a really good job based on the events and the the story that I'm familiar with now they did change some things at least things that I may not be as familiar with but overall, I think it was a very good movie. I mean, the fact that it was rated uh, PG-13, you know, that was a little bit of a letdown. So, like, the... I mean, the goriest part of the film probably happens within, like, the first 20 minutes. Which, again, a bit of a letdown. I was really hoping for, like, a really, like, super over-the-top, gory, like, seeing the bodies get you know, chomped up and mangled. But, I mean, it is what it is. It, it was a good movie. I I mean, it's it's streaming on Peacock right now, so if you have a Peacock subscription, go watch it. It's it's worth, you know, the hour and 45 minutes or whatever it is. I probably won't hop back into watching it a second time right away. But, I, I mean, I'd watch it again at some point. It could probably go in, like, the regular, like, Halloween-ish roster. And, you know, seeing a couple of familiar faces like Matt Pat in there making his little cameo, that, that was kind of cool. Because, I mean, when you really think about it, I don't really know if Five Nights at Freddy's would be... would have been as popular as it was if not for Game Theory coming up with all of their theories on it and then... On the flip side of that, I don't know if Game Theory would have taken off like it did if not for Five Nights at Freddy's. So, I mean, they're almost like a match made in heaven at this point. So, of course, it wouldn't have been right if there wasn't any type of Game Theory reference or cameo in there. So, that was cool to see. Um, and, you know, hints at a sequel. That's, that's pretty cool. I... I mean, I'd actually kind of be a little excited for a sequel. But that's not the only movie that I watched this week. I finally 
fucking watched Resident Evil Death Island. Uh, I follow a couple of Resident Evil podcasts, and one of them is going, like, through the timeline of all the CGI movies, and they already did all the games and all that. And when it came to the point where they had an episode about Death Island, that was probably, like, two months ago now when the movie first came out, I had to stop there because I didn't have a way to see Death Island at the time, and... I don't want to listen to anything about it and have it ruined. And then I can't really risk listening to any episodes beyond that because they might circle back and make references to it that I'm not going to understand. So, yeah, I haven't listened to that podcast in probably about two, two and a half months now. So I have finally watched the movie. I can finally jump back into that podcast. And let me tell you, I... Generally, I, I like the live-action movies, and I generally enjoy the CGI movies as well, but honestly, Death Island was... I don't know, it was a bit of a letdown. I think it just might have been... They had too many people to focus on, and it seemed kind of short, which I'm sure uh, COVID probably had some effect on it, and things like that, and who knows, maybe the, the chip shortage, because it is a CGI film, so it does need computers to generate the graphics, that that could have been, you know, all COVID-related, for all I know. I haven't looked into it at all, and I don't think I'm going to, but overall, it did seem like it was shorter than most of the other CGI movies, and I think just having Chris, Leon, Claire, and Jill and Rebecca like that I think it's just too too much to focus on I mean it was kind of cool seeing Jill in action because I mean she's generally kind of she hasn't really had anything to do with it since the first game and then a little bit in Revelations and then she's kind of just been mostly missing since that so that was kind of cool to see, but I don't know. It's just, maybe if it was just Jill, Leon, and Rebecca, it probably would have gelled a little more together. They're also, probably the biggest disappointing thing about it is there was no, like, high-speed, overly choreographed gun dancing. Like, uh, what was the one before this? D Degeneration? where uh, they were, Chris and Leon were like killing like, I don't know, 75 zombies in a small hallway that was dark and they were just like shifting around, spinning around, all that. I just punched the microphone, my bad. But they were shooting people, jumping around, doing backflips, switching out clips, all kinds of shit. Um, we didn't really get any of that in Death Island. And honestly, the... The big bad at the end of the movie was kind of boring. I mean, it's just, it was this big, honestly, it was kind of like a fucking dinosaur looking thing. And it was just slow and bulky and, I don't know, it just wasn't really all that 
exciting. It was kind of cool that they they pulled in like every reference to like the rocket launchers from the games. That was kind of cool to see. Of course, the rocket launchers don't work, so I got to go to Plan B. But no spoilers. It was an okay movie. It's definitely not my favorite of the CGI's. But here's hoping that that's not going to be the last CGI movie they make. Uh, I'd actually kind of like to see them. I know he doesn't technically have a face, but I'd like to see them introduce like Ethan Winters or Rose in some fashion in the next one. Because there, there's got to be a next one. But yeah, I, I watched both of those movies actually within the last 24 hours. And usually with the Resident Evil movies, I'll go back and like rewatch them a couple of days later and start trying to point figure, uh, start trying to find all the Easter eggs and like hidden references and stuff in it. But I'm not going to do that this time. I, I might. I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there that points them out. I'm probably just going to do that because, like I said, it just didn't really do it for me. And this is coming from somebody who, again, I like pretty much all the live action movies. And I like the live action Resident Evil Netflix show. I really wish that didn't get canceled. I do want to talk about that more in depth, but that's for a whole nother episode. But right now, I'm going to take a very quick break because I need to check on something. Of course, y'all won't know it because through the magic of editing, I'll be coming back right now. Gotta love the magic of editing. Alright, so yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about those two movies. Uh, pretty much the only other thing I want to talk about today was there's a lot of stuff coming out about GTA 6, you know, the the trailer's going to drop probably at the Game Awards. But we might get it sooner than that. Uh, I, I'm kind of seeing information that's leading kind of both directions. But here's the thing. Even if we get the trailer for GTA 6, and I could be wrong on this, but I believe when we got the trailer... For GTA 5. It was still like another two years. Before we got that game. And that. I, I just don't like that aspect. Of like announcement trailers. If I. If you're going to show a trailer. I feel like it should be. Here's the trailer. The game will be released. Within six months. Of that debut. I don't really want to see or hear anything before that time period. So if we're going to get this GTA 6 trailer and then it's still going to be like 2025 before we get it, that's just going to be kind of disappointing. But at the same time, I mean, if it's half as good as GTA 5 was, then I know where I'm going to sink a whole bunch of time when it does come out. Because, eh. 
GTA 3, it was all right. I've actually never played 1 and 2. I've dabbled with Vice City and Liberty City Stories, uh, but not a whole lot. Vice City, I fucking love the atmosphere of Vice City. Don't get me wrong. Even with the the definitive release, was that two years ago? The controls are a little bit better, but they could still be improved. If we could get a Vice City in like the GTA 5 control scheme and graphics and all that, that would be fucking amazing, which is what I have high hopes that GTA 6 is going to be. I really, really want to go back to Vice City. And, you know, there have been rumors that it's going to be so massive that you could go, go from San Andreas and fly to Liberty City and fly to Vice City. That would be fucking amazing, actually. Or even just Liberty City and Vice City. I could deal with that, too. You know, some East Coast vibes. But I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely excited for GTA 6. I don't even know where to begin to speculate what it could hold, but I know the rumors say that we're going to have a female protagonist for the first time ever, which I don't have a problem with. I, anytime that I've got like a creator character, I almost always go with a female just because I don't know the, there doesn't seem to be the option for female heroines in games or protagonists as often as there still should be. So, I mean, even as a kid, I was like, I'm going to be a girl because I never see games with girls in them. But at the same time, I kind of hope that they keep like the GTA five thing where it'll be multiple protagonists and you can live switch from them pretty much anytime. I mean, yeah, there were times where you were like hard locked into Trevor and hard locked into Franklin, but once you get out of essentially that tutorial mode for that character, then you could openly switch pretty much any time. It was it was really cool. And like being able to randomly switch to Trevor and he's like pushing somebody off of a bridge, like what the fuck is happening when I'm not playing as you? Those were always cool things to come into. So I hope that carries over into GTA 6. But I have seen several lists of rumors, and there are some that kind of overlap, so you got to think that either these people are just copying from each other or the pieces that overlap might actually be a higher chance of being in the game. So the female protagonist was one of them. Uh, I've seen a couple of things that said there's over like 1,500 world events that could just happen, whereas GTA 5 only had like 50 or 60. So that's going to be insane. Um, that leaked footage mission shows like them robbing uh, a diner. So that's... Hopefully that's like actually in the game and that wasn't just like some beta test scrapped mission. Because I watched the video, and it, it did look like it was going to be pretty decently engaging. But that's probably also going to be very early on in the game, from what it looks like. Like, it's still kind of teaching you how to do things. But that could have been just because it was 
still in a build. Who knows? But I'd, I'd kind of like to see them bring back the... Um, I don't remember what they called it, but like the, the body morphing from GTA San Andreas. Like you go to the gym and you work out and you can see your character's muscles getting bigger. And that actually affected your strength and your stamina. Alternatively, being able to go into like clucking bells and order food like San Andreas again. Instead of just going to the start menu and drinking an E-Cola or something. But being able to go in and order food and then like the more you pig out, the more overweight you would get, that would affect your speed and your stamina and your strength as well. So that kind of lends itself to, you know, more, even though the campaign doesn't have a creative character, that's almost like a creative character mode because maybe you're not a really buff guy and you are a little overweight, so... If you have the ability to make your in-game character look that way, you know, that helps to include you into the story. Just a thought. Um, let's see, what else? I'd kind of like to see more of an emphasis on the motorcycle side of things. Like, we've had the motorcycles now since GTA 3, but there hasn't really been a focus on them like there has been, like, the when the planes got added, I mean, there was a whole flight school added, and then there's plane-specific missions. And yes, we've had a couple of them, like in GTA San Andreas, you had to chase the train on the dirt bike, but that wasn't really an entire series of missions. Like you had to be good at flying to be able to pass the flying missions. You don't really have to have any specific skill set on any of the missions that have required or just put you on a motorcycle. It's basically just been keep up with this and kill whoever. Which, I mean, there's not really all that much more you could probably do with the motorcycles. But there's got to be something. I mean, there's, give me a reason to have a motorcycle in my garage. Other than the fact that me personally, I like the motorcycles better because they're smaller. I can get in and out of tighter places faster. They are generally faster than most of the vehicles. So, until I can unlock a helicopter, that's my preferred way to get around the city because I can take the narrow alleys and, you know, find shortcuts and stuff. But then there's the added danger that if I hit anything, I'm getting ejected and I'm taking more physical damage. So, it's a give and take, but do something with the motorcycles, please. And I mean, I'm, I'm great with even more side missions. I say that, but that was also one of my biggest complaints with the Saints Row reboot, the, the Western one, is that I just had to put that down because there was just too much side shit to go on. But it wasn't really the missions that 
were deterring me on Saints Row, it was like the do this a hundred times and do this fifteen hundred times and this and this and this. The don't don't do that shit, please. But like the um can't remember her names, Nigel and somebody, the British couple that you run into is Trevor that like wants you to take pictures and steal celebrity memorabilia and stuff. Put more shit like that in there. You know, make it more, make it more RPG side questy. I'm perfectly fucking good with that. Uh, let's see. Another thing. I'm sure there's going to be some type of migration for GTA online. And I understand how that GTA Online took off way more than they ever could have hoped and expected. So they had to just set all resources towards developing for that. Because that was, I mean, still is, making money like crazy. But let's not give up on the single-player campaign this time around. Like, a lot of that stuff that was introduced in the GTA Online, I would have loved to have been able to do in the single-player campaign because I don't play GTA Online. I just don't. I have tried it many times, and... I don't know. It's just not for me. Like, I don't have anybody to squad up with. And I'm so underleveled compared to everybody else. And I'm not spending real money to buy a, a yacht or whatever it's called. And this underground bunker base. That I'm not spending real money on that stuff. I'm not hating on anybody that does. But I've got other things that I need to spend the money on. But if we could bring that stuff, even th things that are inspired by that, into GTA 6 in the single-player campaign, that would be fucking great. I mean, I could just keep going on and on and on with a wish list of things to be in this game. But at the same time, like I said, I don't want to speculate too much because we're going to know soon. And then... It's going to be how long before we get to do it. And then how much is going to change between that initial trailer and what we get in the final product. Because just going back off of memory, I think there were a, quite a few things that were in the original GTA 5 reveal trailer that never made it to the actual game. Which, I mean, it's completely understandable. Content gets scrapped all the time. And you could have been working on it and just couldn't have figured out a way to make it work, you know, consistently to keep it in the game. Or it developed into, hey, we wanted to do it like this, but then we found out that we can make it this much bigger thing over here. So let's just not focus on that anymore. And I get that. 
So, yeah, whatever way there is for you to interact, whether it be in the comments on YouTube or... I don't know, I think there's a comment system on Patreon, too. I'm still playing around in Patreon. I haven't really learned it yet. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear some of y'all's predictions or hopes for GTA 6. One last thing that I would like to throw out there is that if we are going back to San Andreas, I would like... For there to be a conclusion to the the Mount Chiliad underground cave uh, drawing thing up at the top, and then that cave that is in the side of the mountain, but it's blocked off, I would like some type of conclusion to that. And it's very well possible that was just like the precursor to the underground bunkers. But I, I just hold out hope that it was something more than that, and... That would be like a good way to transition from GTA 5 into GTA 6 is, you know, the, the Chiliad conclusion or I don't know, some shit like that. But yeah, this isn't a very long episode this week. I am working on some some more scripted out outlined episodes to come in the future. So for right now, like I said, I just wanted to hop on, talk about a couple of movies that I've seen. And I had to say something about GTA six cause it's fucking everywhere. But yeah, um, like I said, if there's a way to interact and let me know what, you know, you would like to see in GTA six, I'd love to hear it. And you know, if you're catching this on YouTube, this podcast is available on pretty much every podcast service you can think of at this point. And right now, I think I'm taking a backseat to Twitch until after the first of the year, just because like I alluded to in the last episode, my nine to five job is about to get very busy in the holiday time. So I'm pretty much going to have no real free time actually starting next week. So that's why I'm kind of outlining these episodes a little ahead of time. Uh, maybe I can try to get a couple of them recorded in advance, but we'll see. In the meantime, this has been rated excellent. If you like it, share it with your friends, give us a follow on whatever pack podcast service you prefer. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Let's stop. Let's stop.